Welcome to the Mike Davis Show. It's our Monday, Tuesday, or Tuesday on a Monday, however you want to do this. We had yesterday off. Thanks for letting us have the day off. Amanda especially enjoyed not having to listen to me yesterday. What? What? It's kind of sort of true. She came in and said, I didn't have a headache for the first time on a Monday in forever. Oh, well, since you were gone. (laughs) So anyway. I have a bone to pay with you. I heard your sign off on Thursday. Smartest producer. You called Blake the smartest producer. He'd have whooped you the last two Thursdays, too. When he's He's Googling. He's been good. Blake has admitted. To Googling the stories? Googling. When he's in the producer room. I'm sure he is. So That's how he's winning so bigly. Brawl. You're going to have to catch him. You need to put a camera in there and you need to catch him. Oh, yeah. You want to start a feud? You need to, you need to put a camera in there and catch him. I'd have somebody in the room behind him take mm-hmm. a picture of Blake. Maybe we'll get somebody in this week to do I don't do care that. if he Googles against his dad. I care if he, he Googles, Googles against me. <laughs> <laughs> that is too funny. <laughs> Rumor is the boys may, the Blevins boys may be coming back in again. Ooh. So, yes, so they might be back that in. That could be fun. All kinds of great news. Uh, we're going to use Amanda's um, keen knowledge and wasted degree to figure out what's going on with marine <laughs> <True> mammals. <story>. <laughs> 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 But first, we're going to make some money. So we're going to do our sponsors. We love our sponsors. Ward Medical Services. They're the only locally family-owned medical equipment supplier in the St. Johns County area. Trusted by local doctors and hospitals for over 22 years. Ward Medical should be your first call from everything from wheelchairs to oxygen, sleep therapy equipment and supplies. Stop by their local showroom at 2435 US 1 South in the Lewis Point Plaza. You can also call them between 9 to 5, Monday through Friday at 904-794-9600. From your home to, from their home to yours, from our home to yours, from somebody's home to your home if you need them. More medical services. They're absolutely great folks. Earl and his staff are amazing. I've had to use them a couple of times, and every single time they've solved the problem. Thanks, Earl, and your family. You guys are great. All right. There we go. That I've button. Got that button. <laughs> I've got Solar Stick. They were established in 2006. Solar Stick is a local portable power company proudly providing, uh, committing to Amer- American manufacturing. Man, I shouldn't have taken so much time off. That was a American long vacation. manufacturing, constant innovation, and creating jobs right here in St. Augustine, Florida. Solar Stick's focus on providing solutions for self-sufficiency helps users all over the world complete missions and save lives. Solar Stick. Changing lives, saving lives, and reviving American manufacturing. I stuck the landing. All right, I've got Powell Heating and Air Conditioning. Powell Heating and Air Conditioning's dedication to customer service has been evident in everything that they do from the moment they answer your call until the time they leave your home. They are working to make you comfortable and confident about the care and service you receive from Powell. Powell has been locally owned and in business for 36 years here in St. Augustine. They have a fleet of 10-plus trucks, a 15,000-square-foot warehouse stocked with parts and equipment, and they are ready to serve you around the clock. Remember, emergency services always open seven days a week, 24 hours a day, including nights and weekends. Give our friends at Powell Heating and Air Conditioning a call for all of your air and heating needs. You shouldn't need heat for a while, though. No, heat's probably gone. This weekend was the last of the cool weather which was awesome um but you know it's that time we're going to start 
our week this way, mm -hmm. which means this week's going to be awesome. Land title of America, whether you realize it or not, when you refinance the sale or purchase of a home, there is a title company involved. Don't get stuck with some out-of-town title company who doesn't give a crap when you're faced with challenges. Stay, yeah, stay local. <laughs> Chunkle, stay local. <laughs> stay local and choose Land Title of America. <laughs> Just call or text Stephen Collins. Text him. He's really good at returning the text. 904-501-4481. He specializes in all types of real estate transactions. Land Title, your local title company. Ensuring America's land one title at a time because... They give a crap. Yes, they do. <laughs> Woo! Okay. We we struggled through that. We did. Yep, we'll be we'll be in we'll be in good form by mm -hmm. Thursday. Yeah. Just one more day of practice, and we should <laughs> we, we should be good. We should be awesome. Okay. Usually, I let you pick stories, but I don't want the computer to time out. And I have something that's kind of a, a sign the apocalypse is uh -huh. upon us, and it follows into my "it's over when it's over" saying. Yes. Right. So this is a picture that we're about mm -hmm. to show you from St. John's County. That one of my friends sent me, mm -hmm. and I laughed hysterically, and I hope that you will too. Go okay. ahead and show the picture. All right. So uh, you might have to blow the picture up on your phone. That mm -hmm. is the end of a sidewalk. Yeah. Just past the end of the sidewalk is a sign. What does the sign say? End of sidewalk. Oh. So okay. apparently, seeing that it's the end of the sidewalk wasn't enough, mm -hmm. you have to have a sign to read. Now, I understand that some people will follow a GPS into a lake, off mm -hmm. a cliff, anything, right? Yeah. But I would think if you're walking or running or riding a bike, you would go, wow, that's where the sidewalk ends. Mm -hmm. I need to make adjustments, either turn yeah. around and go back, or I'm going to have to off-road this. If you didn't notice the the large difference between sidewalk and grass, why are you going to notice the sign? Well, here's where I think the county is open to um, some litigation. Mm -hmm. Right? I, I've thought about this all day. In fact, <laughs> there's day. the fire truck leaving now to go find this mm -hmm. person yeah. that I'll explain to you. So at night, there's no light on the sign. Oh, no. So if they're dumb enough to run off the end of the sidewalk mm -hmm. and the pole is right there in the middle of where the sidewalk should be, telling yeah. them, warning them, at night, they're going to run right into the pole. Yeah. At which time, Morgan and Morgan, or someone else, fair and fair, we're not advertising for any of those guys. Yeah. Uh, they just them. like these kind of cases. We'll be suing the county for not having the sign lighted at night. Well, you know, it's funny that you brought this up today. <laughs> because I have funny. friends that live in Hawaii. Yes. And evidently, on the Big Island, there has been... Not one, but two cars mm -hmm. that has accidentally driven itself into a marina. Yes. And they they can't figure out why. <laughs> Other than, like, maybe they don't know how to... I don't see a boat. There is a picture. I didn't upload it because I didn't know we were going to go here. But I just, how? Two. Two cars. Recently. I, look, I, every once in a while, GPS will tell you to go somewhere. Well, that was the comment, like, we need to yeah. check Google Maps. <laughs> well, I, I was downtown one time, and um, I could never figure out why tourists have the hardest time if they're going east on King Street, and mm -hmm. it stops at the at the foot of the bridge lines, of which lane to be in. Yeah. But if you put it on maps, and you're trying to go somewhere over the bridge, right? I knew where I was going. I checked it, and I said, I just want to make sure this is where it is. So I knew how to get there. I just want to make exact sure address on the mm -hmm. island. And I'm sitting there, I forgot to turn it off, and it told me, you have to make a left, a right turn, and then a left turn, 
to get over the bridge. And I'm like, Interesting. no, no, no. It's just a left veer yeah. right? from the right lane. It's just yeah. a left veer. The, the directions were so confusing. I'm like, well, that explains some of the tourist driving yeah. that I have seen, if that's the directions you're getting. But it's also kind of your responsibility to watch the road and not just listen to the AI. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's how AI is going to kill us. It's just going to drive us all off the cliff at the same time. Yeah, into marinas, into sidewalk well, signs. It, it's bad enough they're giving you directions. As soon as you give them control of the car, mm-hmm. which some people want to do, oh, I want a self-driving car. I don't want a self-driving car. Yeah, I don't I'm know. like the guy in the bar from Star Wars. Yeah. We don't serve their kind in here. <laughs> we don't serve their kind robots. in here. I don't like robots. I'm not a fan of robots. Yeah. I know they're coming, but I'm not going to be happy about it when they get here. We have not addressed the elephant in the room. What's that? That we have a guest. We do have a guest. We have a sort of unofficial guest. We have an unofficial <laughs> guest in the room. Due to extenu- extenuating circumstances, my son is here, which might account for some of the extra noises that you're hearing. Yes. You want yep. to say hi to everybody? Hello. <laughs> and so he is waiting for his fencing lesson. And so if you hear someone muttering, then that's him. <laughs> and you have to leave at some point in time. He does have yes. to leave. Yes. Okay. We'll get we'll get a call. All right. I have several other topics. Mm-hmm. I have um, one, Amanda's expertise on marine mammals. Yeah. Or wasted degree, whichever you want to go with. Um, I'd go with wasted degrees. <laughs> I have uh, I have Medal of Honor. Uh huh. I have global heating. Okay. And I have rules for producing a podcast. Oh. <laughs> well, since we're in the middle of it, I think that we should go to rules for producing a podcast. Yeah. So it's really important when you take a day off that you remember that you're not really off. Mm-hmm. You're just not in the podcast. Yeah. So when we're on the air and you're sending pictures of who's speaking. Mm-hmm. to the homeschoolers convention mm-hmm. and you don't get an interview with this famous governor mm-hmm. potential presidential candidate well he is a presidential candidate now you could have stood there with the phone and said i'm here getting ready to interview ron DeSantis," but unfortunately he's not taking questions till 601 mm-hmm. perfect post for the podcast mm-hmm. perfect post yeah exactly what pete melfi would do sorry make the most out of that moment mm-hmm. all i get is a picture we're on fox news Yes. So uh, they get to scoop this yeah. show. No one watches them anymore, but they got to scoop this show. Well, and you, you were there. Didn't call your buddy and tell him that your friend was going to be there to interview him. So what am I going to do? Tackle the man? Did I? Security. Did I or did I not give you a package of, of grilled cheese sandwiches to take with you? You did not. To meet Ron DeSantis. You did not. <laughs> there were no grilled cheese sandwiches. There should have been grilled cheese sandwiches. I did not. With Velveeta cheese. I think that's yeah. what it was. I think so. White bread, Velveeta White bread. cheese. That's it. Yes. Something like that. Why don't you just put the Velveeta on the noodles? Oh, yeah. You like Velveeta shells mm-hmm. and cheese better? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So next time you have the podcast, mm-hmm. interview Por Favor. So sorry. Okay. I apologize to everyone. Ron DeSantis in the room. Yep. Just a picture like Ron's coming to talk to me as soon as he's done speaking. Any of those things would have been awesome. Yeah, I failed. I failed you all. Now, I granted, I've had all weekend to think about how to play this up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> of which sure you sent the text. That you not only tell everybody that Blake's better than me yes. while I'm not here to defend myself, yes. but then you also badger me for not working on my vacation. 
On Thursday, we will be doing a segment between Where's Blake and Amanda. Troy and I will be sitting back eating popcorn and watching. The segment will be who produced it better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. We will I be having fun. I thought the podcast was this fun. <laughs> yes, the pod- every day. That's why we See? do the podcast. We're here all week, bud. All right, yeah, we're here all week. <laughs> and the tickets are free. You just got to turn your phone on. Yes. All right, so that's rules. For- now we got um, Marine Mammals or Wasted Degree, Medal of Honor, Global Heating. Um, ah, we'll do the debt deal at the end. That's the most boring thing. Okay. My husband is here to pick up my son. Okay. So do we want to say goodbye to Gavin? Goodbye, Gavin. Bye. Goodbye, Gavin. Gavin, thank you for the commentary. Thank you for enjoying the podcast. (laughs) The parting gift that you get is to leave the podcast. (laughs) Thank you. Go out the door. You have to push the button on the side to leave. He's he's smarter than a fifth grader. He's got this. He is. He can do it. You want to come back sometime? Yeah. We'll have to figure that out. You're welcome back. You can do trivia against your sister. (laughs) That I will look forward to. (laughs) (laughs) He does want to do trivia against a shark expert. Okay. He's pretty sure he could take out a shark expert. Oh, this could be good. So now we have to find a shark expert who's willing to play Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Yeah. That would be He's very, very fun. Graduated fifth grade. So we so. froze a little bit on Facebook. I'm not sure if we unfroze on Facebook. Are you Let still good on your feed? See. Every once in a while, Facebook likes to just see how much damage it can do We're to here. us. Okay. We good. got it. All right. Might have been the internet. Might have been Gavin's bubbling stress. personality drawing in all the young kids. Might have been. Numbers were huge. Huge. Yeah. They're way up. All right. Um, Killer, our target demo is lowering. Our target demo. Uh, <laughs> let's do um, Killer Whales. Killer Whales. So I showed you a little bit of the story uh-huh. on, and I actually had to watch Good Morning of America, and I want a complete refund for having to watch that show. <laughs> you guys should all be sending me thank yous because, mm-hmm. listen, let me tell you, that's not easy to do. Yeah. It's not easy to do. I used to like Michael Strahan, but it's just... Michael Strahan? Yeah, it's still not easy to do. Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't know. I haven't... Good Morning America was my thing to watch yeah. when I was sick. It, it's it's big media. As long as I'm not like on the couch with a cold, I don't watch Good Morning America. G- g- give me some hearts for at least watching Good Morning America for you, and then going and doing all the other things. Man, I don't know. It might be my phone. Yeah, my, I'm freezing. I've got it. Okay, so I, I'm freezing. It's definitely my phone. Okay, I'm gonna guess I'm on the on the wrong Wi-Fi code, and that's Maybe. what it is. Because it's every once in a while I get stuck on the Wi-Fi upstairs. So it's entirely possible. It's all me. All right. So killer whales are sinking boats. Yes. Off the Iberian coast. Do you know why the Iberian coast is? The Iberian coast is Spain. Spain and Portugal. Mm -hmm. Yes. So apparently a couple years ago, whales started attacking boats Mm -hmm. in that area. They have now sunk three boats, Mm -hmm. which is pretty interesting. Yeah. Right. And you trained with dolphins and killer whales. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, I trained dolphins. I interned with... Pinnipeds, seals, and sea lions. Okay, so never killer whales. I never worked with killer whales. I only got to play with them because I had friends. You never got in a tank with, with a them. killer whale. I was in a tank that shared water with the other. So I was in like the med pool. And so they were on the other side of the gates. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was never interacting with them in the same space, but I was in their water and making faces at them and blowing bubbles at them. Yeah. Um, on the other side of gates, I was able to rub them down, sit on the edge of the habitats, mm-hmm. rub mm-hmm. them down. Um, I was present for dental cleanings, just behind the scenes stuff that you get to do when you're in the field. Okay. So whenever their trainers would want a day off from their animals and come visit ours, we would let them do fun stuff with us. So I got to do some fun stuff behind the scenes. Do you ever feel threatened by the killer whales? No. Okay. But you have to understand if you're interacting with a predator, then you're putting your life in their hands. I mean, if you're interacting with a predator in, in their home turf, then it's my same argument with sharks. You go into the ocean, like, it's not the shark's fault for finding you in its home. You said that, and the only thing that came to mind with me was blind dates. When you're interacting with a predator. A lot of women see it that way, <laughs> so I'm not going to say you're I wrong. was like, oh my gosh, she's describing dates. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, so I have a healthy respect. I know that there are no killer whales that have, they're all very many, if any, a few documented cases of killer whale ever killing a human being, mm-hmm. right? Which may mean that the human wasn't in the wild. Not in the wild. In Um, captivity in SeaWorld. In captivity, well, so there's two at SeaWorld. Um, One was a man who suffered from mental health issues that hid in the park specifically because he wanted to have a spiritual interaction with the animals outside of business hours. Mm -hmm. And um, my understanding was he stripped naked and got in the habitats or stripped down and got into the habitats to try and play with the animals. Don't know how long that went well for him. Yeah. um, But they found him the next day. It's their habitat. So, yeah. So there's that. There was another. um, There's been aggression, but there's only been deaths in captivity. But honestly, that's because... That's where people are in close proximity to killer whales. Mm-hmm. It's where the opportunity is there. And eat, when you're dealing with an animal that size, they don't even have to want to hurt you to hurt you. Yeah. They can, there can be no intent there. They're just so large. Well, and, and dolphins are very quick. You get one dolphin, mm-hmm. get some speed in a tank, and it runs into mm-hmm. you. And it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. It's going to hurt. I had a dolphin that I was in close proximity to that had no intention of hitting me, but she did on accident, and I had a hematoma in my leg for mm-hmm. about four and a half, five years. I mean, it didn't, there was just a knot in yeah. my muscle in the back of my leg for years. And, like, she wasn't, she wasn't even really aware that I was there so much. Mm-hmm. She was just doing her thing, and my leg got in the way. All right. So I went online to mm-hmm. find the story because yes. the Good Morning America thing was like, eh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I wanted something right. So Katie Hill writes for Outdoor Life. Okay. I've never been on the Outdoor Life site. I could have chosen any site mm-hmm. since I hadn't been there. And I'm always telling you different places I go for research. That's true. Outdoor Life looked pretty good. All right. All right. So um, according to this, um, the whale is named the White Gladys. Okay. They were saying Gladys on Good Morning America. Mm-hmm. The color might have thrown them off. But White Gladys is the actual name. White Gladys is her name. So they think that White Gladys had, uh, she's a female uh, killer whale, had a, okay. a negative interaction mm-hmm. with a boat or a fishing yeah. line or something. Mm-hmm. And so she learned to perceive boats as a threat. Mm-hmm. 
And so she is now teaching other whales in the pod mm-hmm. to attack boats, yeah. which have since led to three boats being sunk. One of mm-hmm. them was a luxury yacht. I think if you have a yacht, you don't need the word luxury in front of it. It's a yacht. Sort of it's kind of a given that it's yeah. a luxury yacht, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I'm in a dump yacht. I, I really I am. saw a documentary called Captain Ron that throws that statement. That was the greatest <laughs> yacht ever. It was such a cool yacht. Yeah. That family it was cool again. <laughs> that family did not appreciate what they were staying in. Yeah. Lap of luxury. Captain mm-hmm. Ron, man, what a great guy he was. <laughs> I was waiting for the sequel. Yeah. I thought it was really good. So anyway, my question to you as a marine um, mammal expert. Yeah. Okay. Experts doing a lot of heavy lifting. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm exaggerating. I'm uh-huh. trying to make up for saying you weren't the best producer ever. It's rude. Which is Clay, by the way. I mean, he is. Well, it's for Barbara Jean. Just wanted to feel good about the day. <laughs> um, so, do, am I, I, they're saying, hey, this is learned behavior. Yeah. So, my thought on it is, if these animals are learning this behavior, mm-hmm. if they were animals on land that were learning this behavior, I have a feeling that they would be put down. Yeah. So, the question is, you can't, you can't teach them to unlearn the behavior in the wild. Mm-hmm. So if they continue to attack more and more boats, at what point in time is the European government or the Spanish government or somebody going to have to take actions against the whales? Mm-hmm. And then I would highly advise that you watch the Orca movie. I think Richard Widmark started in the 1970s. It was horribly bad. Horribly bad. Yeah. Apparently, Richard Widmark was trying to kill some whale, killed the Orca's baby, and the Orca followed him around the world, finally trapping him in, uh, in the Arctic. Mm-hmm. And killing him. Yeah. But it's like two hours of misery to get to that point. So there's a history of sophisticated behaviors being handed mm-hmm. down from one generation to another. There's bubble net hunting. Have you yep. ever heard of bubble net hunting? Mm-hmm. So bubble net hunting, for those of you that don't know, is cooperative hunting techniques with at least uh, two or three, maybe even four or five humpback whales. And what they'll do is they'll find a school of fish. One will go down and start spinning in a circle or swimming in a circle underneath the school of fish. So they're blowing bubbles, a small stream of bubbles, and swimming in a circle getting higher and higher in the water column as they do this. They'll take turns doing this, by the way. Um, Individuals will go down as they run out of air, and they'll keep this bubble net going. This completely panics the school of fish. They all do what fish do, which is get tighter and get higher. And so at the at the end of that railroad, there's a lot of big open mouths waiting to get these panicked fish. So that was something, as best we can tell, that one individual figured out, taught others. And what we've seen is that has been passed down through generations and across population. And so more and more whales are doing it. There are also whales in South Carolina that will chase fish up onto the beach. They'll beach themselves. They'll grab the fish. Our dolphins at Marine Land, mm-hmm. they would, um, they play this water toss game that is best as I could see, they're the only dolphins that we know of that do that. Mm-hmm. And so what ended up happening was, I believe in the 80s, some of the marine land dolphins who had learned this water toss game, um, and what they kind of do is they just scoop up a little bit of water, they toss it up in the air, and then they pop their jaw in kind of a, it's a louder than is necessary close, and it causes the water to like shoot out. Mm-hmm. And 
I don't know what it is about it. It's reinforcing to them. They teach it, and it's gone through the generations at Marineland. And so it wasn't seen in any other habitats until some of the Marineland dolphins started going to other mm-hmm. habitats. And so some of the dolphins now at SeaWorld that have interacted with Marineland dolphins have learned that behavior. Some of the dolphins up in uh, Georgia Aquarium know that behavior as a result of this small little... And what that is is one individual that was at Marineland did it, Others learned how to do it, and now it's going across other habitats as marine land dolphins are spreading across the eastern seaboard. So it's the marine land pop. It's the marine land pop. Mm-hmm. And so there's all kinds of like fun and interesting, but also very complicated, like the bu- bubble net um, behaviors that get passed on, and we see evidence of this. So if you have one chick, and I always say chicks go scorched earth, be careful scorning a uh, making a girl mad because girls go scorched earth. Boys fight and they get over it. Girls don't. So if you make one female mad and she decides you're the enemy, mm-hmm. she's going to teach her other friends that you're the enemy. And I don't know what we do about this other than maybe, have you seen the little horns that you can put on your bumper to try and scare away deer? Mm-hmm. And as the air goes through it, it makes... It's supposed to emit some signal that the deer doesn't like so that you don't hit a deer. Unless we come up with some sort of sound that they don't like, that we can put little emitters on boats. I don't know how you stop it. If it's a self-reinforcing behavior, it's a self-reinforcing behavior. And I don't know how you stop it without taking out the trouble animals. And that's against the law in Europe. There's... So, the Marine Mammal Protection Act is a thing, and it's been a thing since the early 70s. I believe it was 1973. Mm -hmm. Europe, America, they all signed on to this, so no more hunting. There are exceptions, though, and one of the exceptions is in Europe. It's the Faroe Islands, and they made Mm -hmm. the argument that it is part of their culture Mm -hmm. to, as part of their, like, ritual to become a man, is to do this drive hunting Mm -hmm. where you go out on boats and you drive a particular kind of marine mammal a whale or a dolphin Mm -hmm. i can't remember the species into this cove and you beat them to death and that's part of the cultural culturally recognized for generations and generations rituals to become a man and so they got an exception from the marine mammal protection Mm -hmm. act and so that's the faroe islands could this which i kind of want to go there this is we've talked about this place it's one of the darkest places in in yeah I really want to go. It's dark in lots of ways. It's one of the few Western cultures that allows marine mammal hunting. There's not much to do on those islands. It's in the middle of the North Sea. Well, the Inuits and um, the natives, First Nations people, whatever you want to call them, in uh, Alaska and in Canada are allowed to hunt marine mammals as well. They're allowed to hunt seals and sea lions and whales and dolphins. Um, They have an exception as well because of their culture. And so, I mean, maybe this killer whale is avenging the spirits of all of these Faroe Island murders. I, I, I don't know, but it's. I think it's really interesting. I don't think you stop it, and I think the longer you let it go on, the more the more instances yeah. and individuals that learn it, and then the harder it is to, to stop that. Yeah. So that was my comment, is how long do you go to take the drastic step mm-hmm. of, of having to put down whales, which you don't want to put down, yeah. right? And I think this is a, um, a species that they don't have a lot of them left in existence. So, so it, it's a it's a small subgroup um, that 
that's native to that area mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of them left. Yeah. So in in that part of Europe, probably um, there are more individuals in the Scandinavian waters. We've talked a little bit about Willie. Willie came from those waters mm-hmm. and was murdered in those waters, in my opinion, based on my research and my discussion with people that um, were friends with people that worked with him through that process. Um so I can't remember which population of orca are the most endangered, but this is why they got the nickname killer whale. This is why we had to make it illegal to kill these animals because they are top tier predators and they're not afraid of us. And when we're hunting or we're, when we're fishing, I guess we could say, and these animals are outsmarting fishermen and, you know, foiling every Mm -hmm. effort they have to try and bring in the catch the fishermen would they would fight back and they would fight back with harpoons and guns and that became a problem that we decided needed to stop and so we made it illegal to harm them so if you're fishing today Mm -hmm. if you get a dolphin that comes up around you that dolphin's going to hang out and try to eat the bait Mm -hmm. if he's hungry um seagulls Mm-hmm. Another one. If you're fishing those yeah. seagulls, you have to move. Mm-hmm. In the old days, people didn't move. Mm-hmm. They got rid of the obstruction. Yeah. I mean, they I'm, got just, rid of the I, I'm simply saying that was the end of the obstruction to yeah. them hunting and fishing. And honestly, the fact that we've sort of through media and movies and TV shows, we've made these animals into the puppies of the sea and people want to have some sort of like spiritual interaction with them. So they will bait them towards boats. And that could be another part of this problem. She might've had a bad experience because someone mistreated her on a boat. She might've had a bad experience because she learned that if you beg for food from a boat, then that's an easier meal than going out and hunting. And actually working for it. And if if that stopped working, then she might be rage beating on these boats that, you know, you've betrayed the deal, you're supposed to give me food. You're supposed to feed me, yeah. And so that becomes a problem as well. That's a problem we see here in Florida with bottlenose dolphins. You aren't allowed to feed these animals in the wild if they are coming close to you and if they are trying to hunt off of what you're fishing your bait you're supposed to leave that's part of the marine mammal protection this was explained perfectly clear Mm -hmm. by betty white Mm -hmm. in lake placid (laughs) have you ever seen lake placid Placid. betty white explained this theory just like you are she fed the alligator and she fed the there was a giant alligator Mm -hmm. and then one day the alligator ate her husband her husband yeah betty white got husband got eaten yeah Mm -hmm. because she wasn't feeding the alligator enough Mm mm-hmm Betty White explained this. This yes. is the Betty White theory on animal. Well, Betty Phoenix. White had a lot of... Um, she was genius. She, she had really a lot was. of wisdom in her real life. Yeah. She was an animal lover, but she acknowledged that proper zoos and aquariums are vital for us to understand these species and for us mm-hmm. to care. Yeah. And so definitely supporting legitimate and responsible habitats like zoos and aquariums like we have the alligator farm we have marine land these are accredited organizations they're not just you know an abusive street side zoo these are accredited organizations that properly care for their animals and they are inspected by the usda they're inspected by other third-party um, organizations to make sure that they're giving the best possible care they can to their animals. And by helping them, that's an important thing to do to help these animals so that people know that they're not the puppies of the sea. 
Bobby, if the orca, if the orcas had seen the movie Orca with Richard Harris because it was so horrible, I talked about it earlier. <laughs> they would have started killing us sooner. <laughs> they, they would have started going after movie theaters. Yeah, because that was a horrible representation of just about yeah. everything marine that you could get to. God, yeah, such a bad movie. Well, I think it was worse than Jaws four and three and seven and nine anyone that tries to make a movie on the water or heavily involved with the water always talks about a horrible experience and i was at marineland when they were building the new habitats and our general manager used to always say that the water molecule is evil Mm -hmm. it will break down it will find every weakness it is an evil molecule and so it was going to take time for us to get the habitats right Mm -hmm. so that because once you put water in it, it's going to find every weakness and it's going to laugh in your face and yes. it destroys all of well, the water. Water is the most in. destructive force on the planet. Absolutely. 100%. Okay. And it's fatal. We should ban it. All right, we have all. Yes. <laughs> Penn and Teller showed that. Yep. All right. Um, so next time I need a break, I just to bring a sea life story in for Amanda. Oh, I can Just like when me. I need comments, I bring a stripper story in. So I'm learning. I'm getting better yeah. at this after 10 years. Mm-hmm. Actually, that was a great explanation. All right. Um, we. We have all kinds of great questions yes. and five questions. So mm-hmm. before we, we get there, Bobby, you made a note that they're removing the flags in National Cemetery tomorrow. Do you need help? Do you need volunteers? Okay. If you are, put that out in the comments, and, and mm-hmm. we can we can talk about that. I think some of you have found us again after our frozen stream. Yes. So I appreciate that as well. All right. Good news. Yesterday was Memorial Day. Yes. So I like good news stories. Mm-hmm. I hate the bad news. I threw like 30 of those away today, so I'm not yeah. doing that story. Is that what's going on on the floor? No, no. That's, some of that's trivia for later. If oh. you were smart, you'd start figuring out where the trivia pile is and start I'm, looking in the trivia pile. Blank. I'm not a cheat. I know. All right. I'm not a cheat. So, um, after 73 years, uh-huh. the missing remains of a soldier in the Korean War were returned home to America's Georgia. Yeah. All right. So, um, soldiers of the 9th Infantry Regiment, and this is from Fox News out of Savannah, okay. um, made a desperate retreat. North Korean troops closed in around them. A wounded 18-year-old Mm, Army so, yeah. PFC Luther Herschel story mm-hmm. feared his injuries would slow down his company, so he stayed behind to cover their withdrawal. Wow. All right. Story's actions in the Korean War on September 1st, 1950, mm-hmm. ensured that he was remembered. He was awarded the Medal of Honor, the nation's highest military honor, for which he's now displayed alongside his portrait at the National Infantry Museum, an hour's drive from his hometown in America, Georgia. But the story, mm-hmm. um, they had had some remains mm-hmm. that they could not identify after the Korean mm-hmm. War. Finally, through some DNA testing, yeah. they were able to find out who he was. Okay. And so his remains were returned home. Um, but it took a long time. I mean, the, the, the DNA testing wasn't until much, much, much later. So yeah. um, glad for his family. His mother died a few years ago, which is horrible because she's oh, the wow. one that they got the DNA from. Well, she had like, a reunion oh, with them before. I know. Eventually, scientists cleared DNA from bones and samples submitted by Wade uh and her mother before she died in 2017 they made a successful match mm-hmm. um and and to say that i'm like joe biden announced a breakthrough on april 26th in washington look i don't um with the south korean president um i don't care who gets the credit for all of this i think yeah. the dna scientists have done a great job i'm just glad that the remains mm-hmm. are back home there's somebody who sacrificed his life as eight as an 18 year old mm-hmm. gave his life to save his fellow soldiers mm-hmm. um and Absolutely. it's just nice to know that he's back home and honored accordingly and i'm glad that he was awarded the medal of Honor. yeah so, absolutely yep. so we hear about um ancestry.com and 23andme and these dna ancestry services yes. are leading to crimes getting solved 
because people are mm-hmm. putting their DNA to their name yep. in these, you know, services and people are starting to use those to yes. match to, you know, perpetrators that we don't, we have the DNA of, but we don't have a name to. Mm-hmm. And so we've solved a few crimes that way. I wonder if we could figure out a few unknown soldiers that way as might, well. Might be able to. It'd be very interesting to see mm-hmm. if that, that matches up. Uh, Barbara Jean, you did not miss the story. Um, you teased it. Well, I did tease it. I have a great one, but I'm probably saving it for Thursday. For Thursday? Yeah. Okay. It might be on Trivia Day because it is really comical. That is podcasting 101. Yes. You tease the story on your first day, but only, you don't tell only, the story until It's only two day. more shows. We'll get there. I learned from the master, Pete Melfi. Yeah. I have He's learned. I've learned from the master. Okay. We got to get right. five questions in because okay. we also have uh, uh, Romeo and Juliet. Romeo tomorrow, and Juliet. we're doing Romeo right. and Juliet. I'm, okay. I'm saving that one for tomorrow because it's like a 10-minute discussion. Most of you are familiar with the movie because we had to mm-hmm. watch it as kids. So, so yeah. You want to? I have a story it. about watching that movie as a yeah. child. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, you listen for more reasons than that. We make you laugh for more than about strippers. He watches it for me, honestly. He honestly does. I think he's in love with you. <laughs> All right. So uh, this weekend, I had the honor. Um, my son mm-hmm. Reese got married uh, to Courtney. Putty. Congratulations! Wonderful couple. Absolutely amazing. Um, the the wedding and the reception were at the Tringali Barn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Shee and all of his team uh, do a great job out there, Chris and Don Shee. And I, it was really, really fun to be out there. Um, had a lot of people, a lot of friends. Um, so congratulations to them. Congratulations, um, Reese and Courtney. Yep. And and it's really, <laughs> you're the tease. Barbara Jean, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. We no have to call idea. Darcy for that one. <laughs> no idea. Okay. Um, so yeah, it, it. But it was really, really fun time. Lots of family. All of our family was in town. They have a huge family here in town. Mm-hmm. So it's really, really neat. Um, and it was That's fun awesome. to see them so happy. Uh, there are some pictures out on Facebook. I, mm-hmm. I may link to it a little bit later. Um, mm-hmm. But just a great, great couple. Um, all right. So we got talking about weddings before yeah. the show, and we came up with five. Wedding questions uh-huh. for five questions for five questions yep. on Monday, which is today's kind of our Monday. Does yeah. that make tomorrow really honestly hump day? Because yeah. it's only a three day show week this week, so tomorrow really is. So I feel day. like the stripper story needs to be on hump day. I mean, <laughs> I'll tell you what: if you guys get a few more people to tune in tomorrow, I'll do the stripper story on Wednesday, and I'll just save a question about it till Thursday. Yeah, it's bad. All right, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> It really is. It's one of those stories. Don't eat dinner before I tell you the story. That's all I'm telling oh. you. have been warned. I know you guys all love these stories, oh, but man. okay. So <laughs> okay. when we got married as, as young kids, a mm-hmm. destination wedding was called elopement. Okay. You eloped to a destination. You got married and then came home and hoped that her dad didn't shoot you. <laughs> right? Or, or her mom didn't strangle you to death yeah. for ruining the wedding that she always wanted that she didn't get. Oh, man. Right? <laughs> Tim says we owe him a Friday show. <laughs> good luck, Tim. Uh, good luck with that, Tim. I quit that a while ago. Um, so, destination wedding. Would you do a destination wedding? What so, do you think of destination weddings? I would do a destination wedding. I had my dad had a certain m- amount of money okay. saved for my wedding, mm-hmm. and he definitely wanted to do it at his favorite resort so that he had an excuse to be there for two weeks was it the star trek convention no we're gonna do that at the same time did you ever think of dressing up for star trek for the wedding you were a huge trekkie okay 
Right. No. Just asking. Not even a little bit. Okay. So he has his favorite um, company of resorts. They have a few different locations in and around Cancun, Mexico. Um, not like the partier ones, but like the mm-hmm. the more, I don't know, fancy for adult type resorts. Yeah. So he was like, well, we could do a wedding down there. And I was like... I'm listening. My husband's like, I have lots of family who aren't going to be able to travel to Mexico. So then the negotiations start, right? So I negotiate with my dad. Yes. That we get the destination wedding Mm -hmm. and a reception. God, you're in sales. And. Oh my God, there's an and? He would write me a check for any money we didn't spend over but that um, that money that he had set aside for us. And we only had to use that for the U.S. reception. So it was going to be a big check. Yeah. Because I was not going to spend a ton of money on that reception. Yes. <laughs> and my husband turned it down. What? He turned it down. He's Salesman like, of the year, followed up by assistant manager, right? who was, will not get promoted. The primary time he's ever let me down. So, he turns it down. He turns down this deal. Yeah. Then he does not plan the stateside wedding and reception entirely Uh, on his own, which I feel like he should have done. He should have done. Since he turned down my amazing deal to have a wedding just planned for us in Mexico, we get two weeks down there, Mm because we would have had to be there the week of the wedding, and then we were going to get a different resort in Mexico. For the honeymoon. For the honeymoon, so mm-hmm. that my parents weren't on our honeymoon with us, and a stateside reception that we would pay for from the wedding budget, and then get the check. Amanda, as I look at our time, <sighs> it's almost run up. Would you like another appointment next week to finish discussing how you feel <laughs> about the wedding? <laughs> I feel like I, I got like psychotherapy for free. I got hosed. So I would have done it. My husband refused. And then I had to plan a whole stinking wedding. Yeah. Not fair. So um, I'm not a big destination wedding guy. Mm-hmm. Right? I feel like if you're eloping, that's one thing. Yeah. Um, I like family to be there and friends to be there. So for us mm-hmm. now, Darcy's dad had a different deal. He offered us, we told him we were getting married. He offered us money to elope. Uh-huh. I don't know if that means he was embarrassed to be seen by me at a wedding or what, but he just offered us Maybe. money to elope, right? <laughs> so, no, I get along really well with Sandy. He's an amazing guy um, and been a great father-in-law, mm-hmm. um, but it was a good joke. Um, <laughs> so, um, the offer kept going up as the wedding mm-hmm. planning began, and we turned it down. Yeah. And there was a moment there, like, year two or three when we were broke. Uh-huh. I was like, man, maybe we should have taken that money. Yeah. Maybe we should. And the other one that was just the stupidest thing is they their family had an extra car and he offered mm-hmm. to give us the car. Yeah. And we had a car that was paid off. Mm-hmm. We had, I had a company work truck, which was the way you are. I mean, it was, yeah. it was a Plymouth Arrow. There no air conditioning and AM radio. I mean, that was my, and it had a wooden bed on the back, right? I mean, people saw it driving around town. They probably go, I remember that car. That was my first work truck. So, um, I have been able to upgrade since then, I will say. Yeah. Um, but I turned that car down too. Uh-huh. And that was another one. Like, we could have sold our car and that car and almost paid off a new car. We we're like, there were some stupid decisions we made because we wanted to do it on our own. And that was one of them. Mm-hmm. And to this day, Darcy will look at me sometimes. The, I don't want to hear the car. I don't want to hear about the car. <laughs> 
But uh, we had a great time. The, our yeah. wedding reception was phenomenal. Tons mm-hmm. of family and friends, and so it was really, really good. Oh. We, we never looked back on the, the elopement money. Yeah. But no, I wouldn't do a destination wedding because I want people to be able to be at the wedding. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even if you're in the States, it's, it's hard for people to get places. That's Reason why I people from all over the, place. the U.S. party. Yeah. Yep. Because everyone really just wants the party. I tried. Barbara Jean is selling it hard. She I share is. This every day. She does. I, I'll do the story tomorrow for you, Barbara Jean. You, you got to bring a couple extra friends. <laughs> I want them to log in and go, I'm here for Barbara Jean's stripper story. <laughs> Not the story about Barbara Jean stripping, just the Barbara Jean stripper story. I don't know. I want to make know. sure we get that right. And Barbara Jean, if you do have a stripper story, you can send that to me in the private comments and we'll... Uh-huh. I'll edit it we before I publish it. We can anonymously put it out into the world. <laughs> Boy, I can have fun with it, but I'm not going to. Okay. All right. So the other question is, do you dance at weddings? Mm-hmm. See, for women, it's like, yes. yes. I know no women that go, no, I don't dance at weddings. Not a single one in do you dance at weddings. Yes. So I will dance. It depends on what some of the uh-huh. music is. There's certain music today. Are you a chicken dance kind of guy? I'm a uh, horrible dancer uh, who tries to get next to a really good dancer so no one looks at you. Uh And I have to say, two of my boys are really, really good dancers, and one is like me. Uh, I'll get out there, but eh. And it it kind of depends. Darcy loves to dance at weddings, so I will go dance with Darcy at weddings. A lot of them, like, we go to a friend's wedding. We've been going to a bunch where, no, I don't know anybody there. Mm Mm-hmm. They're not going to remember me. I know. So I can dance however I want to. Mm-hmm. Like with all the family and friends there, it's like, oh, yeah. this is dangerous. I could get someone could get a picture and post this, right? But <laughs> the other stuff, no. Yeah. So I don't mind dancing. It just depends on the music. So I don't yeah. care. I'm going to dance whether I know you or not. Yeah. Does Louis dance? Louis will dance with me. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. That was kind of the deal. Like you. No. I'm not I'm not working all hard to like be pretty oh, okay. and cute and show up and then just sit here like not on a log. No, we're dancing. Again, less even, people I know at the wedding, the more likely I am to dance. Even at weddings <laughs> where there is no alcohol. Yeah. That's another question coming uh-huh. up. All right. Okay. All right, so favorite thing to do at a wedding. Favorite thing to do at a wedding. Yeah. Um, I would say probably the dancing. That's the part where everyone's just having a good time and laughing and being silly. So I, I like the um, the toast by the best man and the, and oh, yeah? the maid of honor. I, I, you get to learn about the people in the wedding, mm-hmm. right? You may know them, you may not, but they, they know them a different way. Some of those have gotten, they've risen those up to a really, really new, higher Some level. Some of them have. Some of them have gone viral uh-huh. and they're really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I and I, uh, Reese chose both uh, Ethan and Matt to be his best, but they both gave a really nice talk about Reese. That's and fantastic. I was really, it was, it was really, really good to watch them do that. So, Andy's favorite part of wedding is leaving. Leaving. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could go on there, Andy, but we won't. <laughs> Timmy's drinks and BS. Mm-hmm. So, Timmy, you just, you could go to a bar and do that, but you want to get dressed up and go do it? I don't even know who you are anymore, Tim. I don't know who you are. Um, yeah. Open bar or no bar at a, at the wedding reception. We had um, we had an open bar, but it was supposed to close. Like we had an open bar up to a limit, and once mm-hmm. we hit, hit that limit, it was supposed to become a cash bar. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad got real generous, and when they said, "Okay, we're within two hundred dollars of the limit." Um, just want to let you know, my dad was like, just keep it open. I'll just pay the difference. Yes. 
Why that was such a great dad moment for him. That now. was fantastic. Yeah. But we had told everybody that the bar was going to close. Yes. And so they were drinking like it was going to get taken away because we told him it was going to get taken away and then it never got taken away. Yeah. And so cops were called to our wedding <laughs> because the bar How that many was cops? supposed to close. I was told six cars showed up. I didn't know about it until the next day. So it was after you left? It w- I was still there. Okay, you were just busy, dancing. We, our reception was in the National Guard Armory, and those are real thick walls, yeah. and the cop cars showed up in a way that wasn't yeah. didn't affect where we were, mm-hmm. and so I didn't know about it. But evidently it happened, and I found out about it later. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if it's going to close, then close it. I do like an open bar at a wedding, but you're risking it. Mm-hmm. My brother's wedding was completely dry. Um, his wedding was in September, and I was traveling. September was a dry wedding show. month. I didn't know. So, it, well, it was. In, I thought January was the dry month. We're supposed to dry out from the holiday. <laughs> well, when did September get added to this? Now I'm panicking. It wasn't the month. I'm just kidding. It was the location. <laughs> they, um, she the Mormon works, Tabernacle Choir. She works with an orphanage ministry. Yes. And so um, her father had passed away, and the chapel that he had built at mm-hmm. one of the orphanages yeah. was very special to her. And my brother had met her father when he was still alive, and they had spent time, and they had worked on that chapel together. So that's where they wanted to get married. But it was an orphanage, and so it was a dry wedding. Were flasks allowed? Mm, well, we didn't know that it was a dry wedding until we were already there. Oh, that's which all. I feel like was strategic. <laughs> so no one knew that they needed to smuggle anything in until it was too late. It was too late. Uh, but we had a great time. It was yeah. a lot of fun. I went to one, uh, a cousin of mine got married, mm-hmm. and if I say the location, Tim will immediately know where it is, so I'm not going to, but he got, got married, it was dry, and our Uncle Jim uh-huh. said, boys, we're not going to a dry reception, so all of the boys left with Uncle Jim. I don't know how many, it's like a clown car of people <laughs> fitting into this car, and Uncle Jim took us to a bar that he knew rather well in this uh-huh. town when he lived there, and when he walked in the bar... It was like being in a scene from Cheers. Everyone knew his name. Everyone (laughs) yelled, Jim! And we're like, oh, we're home. Jim knows all these people, right? This is awesome. So we had a couple drinks there, went back, to which uh, my mom, who did not let my dad leave, (laughs) was a little upset. I think my dad was even a little upset as well. But yeah, it was... We call uh, it jealousy. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, Pops, you could have gone with us. No, I couldn't have. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like... People were so hammered at my wedding that um, Louie and I took a horse-drawn carriage, and we were given... Wait a minute. You took one, you stole one, or the ride was provided for you? Because you said people were drinking at the wedding. We had already booked this. Uh, okay. It was the planned exit. Sure. And yes. so we took the horse-drawn carriage ride around downtown yep. um, to the Cast Monica. We were gifted a suite for our wedding night at Cast Monica. Mm-hmm. And so we're on the steps of Cast Monica, and we're petting the horse. We're getting to meet the horse and people leaving our wedding see us not thinking that my hand is next to a horse's mouth on my wedding night mm-hmm. and just start screaming and honking their horns. Ah. So I get bit by a horse. I was wondering. On my wedding night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was, it was quite the compression. It did not break anything. Praise Jesus. And Louis like, great. There goes my wedding night. Love you guys. Yeah, and um, we were covered. <laughs> Things were okay, but like, yeah, if it's going to close, close it. 
So I, I kind of think you should, you should have some there. I respect wow. people who have don't want to yeah. drink in that. And Bobby said, "Hey, I'll just do sodas and everything." Yeah. So um, I, you know, I there's weddings I've been to that I've mm-hmm. been the designated driver and I haven't been drinking, and there's yeah. weddings I've been to that Darcy's been, and so yeah, mm-hmm. there's some I've Ubered home from. Yes. So yeah, I think it's all it all kind of just just depends, mm-hmm. but it, I, yeah, I think it is nice to have that option. Yeah. But beer and wine is probably just best for a wedding. Yeah. Although I know people that can handle their liquor and they cannot handle a beer or wine. Mm-hmm. Like I know people that get sloppy on wine and, but they'll pace themselves with liquor cause they're not so used. So, I mean, it's a crapshoot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It could be, it could be very interesting. Know your crowd. Yes. That's my advice. Know your crowd. Know your crowd. Uh-huh. Oh no, they're my friends. The bar will be closed. Which is why we were going to close our bar. <laughs> a, a bunch of college friends showed up to mine. Darcy's family yeah. is Scottish. Um, my father-in-law's told me that was a really expensive bar tab. Uh-huh. I'm just going to have to ask him what it was one day. And then I'll have to factor it and like run it through the inflation calculator to find out what it would be today. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, it was, well, and it was, the reception place was really nice too. So I'm sure they weren't knocking down the prices per drink. Yeah. But the National yeah. Guard it's Armory. It's not like has, back then you could get Bud Light for free. The National Guard Armory has very reasonable cocktail prices, I'll just say. It's not like you could get it for free. Oh, yeah. All there right. was a lot of Bud Light at my local beer cave. Yeah. I need a lot of comments on this one. Those All of right. you that are listening, this is kind of what least favorite. Thing about a wedding least favorite thing uh, it's going to be controversial given your favorite thing <laughs> I, I don't what is my favorite thing about it? you said the toast yeah you the, like toast. the toast okay yeah i don't that again the toasts are a crapshoot so they've become one of my least favorite things yeah. because you get the people that aren't comfortable public speaking or have no self-awareness or boundary about what story to tell. Mm-hmm. You know, people that I love those done. stories, by the way. Well, the ones that are like wildly inappropriate, but the best ones, but not in They're a like funny super way. stories on Wednesday. I was at a wedding where the maid of honor just kept talking about how much she just couldn't stand the groom throughout their entire relationship Mm -hmm. and she just would not let it go and then i mean we're talking five minutes about how much she did not like this relationship and how she stood against it and how she didn't want them to get married and how she didn't like him as a person and then but then she got to know him and she was fine toast and it was like that's not fun. Guess who wasn't <laughs> going to be invited to the first anniversary dinner? Guess who was invited to the divorce? Because it did end in divorce. Oh, 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 like, <laughs> I mean, she wasn't wrong, but she should have had that conversation uh, privately. You, you can't have that conversation. You can't. You do can't it have that conversation in the middle of their reception. No, no the no. dice cast. Like, Listen, if, if your oh, yeah, if yeah. your friend falls in love with someone who's not good for them, mm-hmm. if you tell them. The only thing it does is end the friendship yeah. until the divorce. At which time they will come back to you and go, I should have listened to you. But until the divorce, if they're humble, they'll you're, come back. you're out. You're yeah. 100% out. Okay. Uh, least favorite thing, uh, the garter toss. Garter toss. And, and the bouquets. Yeah. Right? It's like, okay, I'm going to take a personal article of clothing off of my now wife uh-huh. and throw it to some single guys. Uh-huh. Or... This, would all the desperate women who would like to get married please come up to the middle of the dance floor? (laughs) 
You have to fight over dead flowers. You have to fight over a dead plant for the chance to be the next married one. It's like watching Survivor, right? Before Survivor was Survivor. I've seen women crush people. Crush people to get that bouquet. I've caught They're still single. I'm just saying they're still single. I caught my best friend's bouquet. Before, how long before you got married to Louie? Uh, she got married in July. Louie and I were married less than 18 months later. Okay. Were you engaged, Louie? Did you know Louie at the time? Did Louis, you meet Louie on the next day? Louie was at the wedding with me. Okay. All but right. we were not, I don't think we were engaged yet. Okay. We weren't engaged yet. It was the first year of us dating. Did you look at him and go... We kind of knew at that point okay. that it was going to happen, so people were like nudging Louie, like, okay, okay Louis, and he was like, well, yeah. we kind of already know this. Yeah. The bouquet didn't tip us off. No, nah, the bouquet, okay. That to yeah. me, I'm, there, there's a lot of that not going on now, and I'm okay with that yeah. not going on. Yeah. I kind of has like an old tradition. It's like, yeah. I have a very funny picture that from the angle that it was taken, it looks like a guy punched out another guy for the garter. Yes. It didn't happen. It just looks like that because of the angle. Yeah. But it's so funny to me. I love it. It's yeah. great. I, I just thought it's like, yeah, I could do without that. Yeah. If people want to do it, that's fine. But if they don't, I'm like, oh, okay. And I do love a toast when it's a good toast. Mm-hmm. I mean, my dad ended up giving a fantastic toast at my wedding, mm-hmm. which none of us expected because he always talks about how shy he is and like doesn't yeah. like public speaking. And then he just gave this hilarious, fantastic toast that people still talk about today in our yeah. family. Yeah. So like every now and again, you get like the really great toast, but then you get like... Again, at my brother's wedding, they didn't talk to us about wanting us to do toasts, Mm -hmm. and there was no alcohol, and so we were kind of thinking that there weren't going to be toasts, and so then it was like, just an open mic, like, okay, everyone who wants to say something about the couple, come up, and that was, who, and then there was pressure for us, like, I was the... The matron of honor, so now I have to because it's been offered and that's Mm -hmm. the, but no one told me I was going to have to, and so, like, I'm just going off the cuff, it was bad, like, I guess it wasn't bad. And the the toast has got to be so bad this way. Never thought you'd be married, we go out on all those (laughs) dates and you'd sleep with anyone. And now you found him, right? If they, when those, when they start like that, you know it's not going to get any better. They can be they can be fantastic, but they're they're such a narrow way for them to be fantastic. Yeah. Bridal outfits. Bridal yeah, we outfits. didn't even get into the the dresses. What those cost today? Oh yeah. And some of this is just kind of over the top, and mm-hmm. I think um, people always buy into that stuff. It's like, man, I, I I'd rather have a nice wedding and have. I'm good with the house after. Well, we figured. So again, I kept the deal with my dad that anything I didn't spend from the wedding budget, mm-hmm. I got to keep. Yeah. So I had a motivation mm-hmm. to keep the cost down. Yeah. And we were very creative in that. We realized very quickly in the wedding planning process that if it has the word wedding attached to it, it's yeah. going to increase the price 70%. Mm-hmm. And so like we made our own uh, ring barrow pillow because like i'm not going to spend 75 dollars for a ring bearer pillow yeah when it's just a little piece of fat like i can make a pillow thanks so you did it for the money my mom made the pillow actually wow i'll save money down already to me mom can you make the pillow you are good at sales well you are good at sales all right am i i am their only it is it's six o'clock We got to go. We'll be back tomorrow. Barbara Jean and Tim, please tune in. This show will be for you. (laughs) 
I have a story. And like I said, don't eat before the story. It's... I found it rather gross. Somebody else made a comment that I might be able to work in tomorrow, but we'll see. (laughs) All right. This is the Mike Davis Show. We'll be back for Wednesday's show on Hump Day. Bye.